Let's have a look at Hawkesbury today, and it is Richard Callender, in fact, joining us to preview the meeting. Rich, good morning to you. Good morning, Luke. Good morning, everybody. Yeah, we're just coming back down through the mountains, but a little bit overcast out there. Hopefully the rain stays away. Beauty, mate. Uh, race number one is a maiden over 1,100 metres. Number three, Shadows of Love, the 165 favourite. Yeah, look, she's very short, um, the, the filly, but she looks very hard to beat. I've gone 13, 8, 1, 5. Look, when she debuted and I was at Hawkesbury back in September of last year, she looked very new. She got frightened, did a few things wrong. There's, it's a, a hot form race uh, for the maiden there. She went had another run at Newcastle on a very heavy track behind another race that's produced a stack of winners, the Sukurm and um, Floating Race. She's come back. She's tried a lot better this time in Luke. She looks stronger. She's from the Kim War Stable. She looks very hard to beat. Miss Cartel, the debutante from the Angela Davies Stable. She's a filly, got a bit of speed. She won't be too far away since she's still handy. Now, number one, interesting runner for mine. Better not bitter. Chris Lee's Aaron Bullock on top. The bull, he trebled yesterday uh, out at uh, Dubbo. Only He's had three starts back in last year. Look, good in one, bad in the next. I didn't know what to make of it. The trials have been okay this time back in, but there's a lack of depth outside of the top couple. And number five, Staros from the Terry Cross table. Blinkers go on first up this afternoon. But the 13 looks a good thing, Luke, but very, very short now at $1.65, Shadows of Love. Race number two, richtab.com.au, class one, 1,500 metres. Number six, sequestered, is the 2.30 favourite. Ahead of number three, Byron Bell, been some money for it, and one, ain't he grand at 6.50. Yeah, I'm keen on Byron Bell. Uh, look, I've gone three, six, one, seven. I'll get to sequestered in a moment, but I think Byron Bell, you go back, uh, first up run at Canterbury was super. It beat Hollywood Hero, Hollywood Hero, La Lagoon. I think they're pretty handy midweek city performers. Hollywood Hero can come around in a in a in a group race. Then it took on the, the the likes of In Secret, Sunshine in Paris, Cinderella Days, and the like in the Light Fingers. Um, probably tried to chew off a little bit more than she can handle. She comes back in grade here. She should just get a nice run from the ideal gate, stalk them. And I think she might be one of the better bets of the day, probably the second best bet of the day. Sequestered's obviously the, the danger, but I think it's short enough. She won at Hawkesbury the other day, but she did no work, got an absolute dream run. It was a perfect ride on that occasion of Sammy Clippard and Kobe Jennings goes on board. She's a nice filly. She gets a suck run. Number one, Amy Grand, well, another interesting runner. Had the three runs, but I remember that they put in the Dulcify last preparation. It won a maiden at Canterbury at its second start. Kiramar, David Eustace, comes back now after, what, a four-month break. had a couple of trials. And interesting, they're kicking off at the 1,500 to show that, you know, he probably wants that little bit of ground. And number seven, Gorshin. It might, I'd imagine he rolls forward today, Gorshin. Um, he's run at Orange is okay. Yes, it's a big jump up from uh, a benchmark 58 at Orange, but he rolls forward. He might make his own luck. Three, six, one, seven. That's race number two at Hawkesbury. Race number three, Rich, is over 1,300 metres. This is a maiden. Number two, Hedge Fund, is $3. He's trimmed up from 3.40 this morning. Six, Warby, at four. 11, Romeo's Choice, 4.40. And 12, Todd of Rum, at 4.60. Well, I've gone 6, 2, 12, 11. I think Warby, from the ideal gate, Mitchell Bell riding for Kiramar and David Eustace, he just finds the right spot. He didn't have the best of luck first up uh, behind La Madra. It was a walking race, got into an awkward spot. And then, look, I thought he was only beaten two and a half lengths. He's had three weeks since that run. He's drawn a beautiful marble here. I don't think he's a lot of speed, and I think he's capable of taking up a spot. He might just be the horse that sits, you know, leaders back or 1-1. One, one. I've got Warby on top. Hedge fun, interesting run-up. Had such a long time off the uh, the scene. Uh, about, what, 16 months off the scene. Resumed at Hawkesbury. Bowie of Dubai was able to beat on that occasion, but he did... 
he looked like he was going to improve. I just get worried. I'm not a second-up uh, concerner, but when they're second-up and they're over a year off, that does worry me. Kerry Parker trained, so you know he's going to be right. But I've just got that little uh, inkling in the mind. 12 from the uh, Annabelle Neesham Stable, a nice filly by Merchant Navy, Todd of Rum. Only had the uh, the three starts last year. Returns. I loved the Teresa trial up here at Hawkesbury only a week ago. And number 11, Romeo's Choice, who went terrific at Canterbury. Um, did get the suck run. was in the right part of the track. 6-2, in the third, Luke. Race number four, Rich, is over 2,000 metres. A maiden. Number 11, Pico Rocks, is 270. Eight, Esky at $5. Six, Rapid Impact, six. Number nine, Good Vintage at seven. What do you like here? Yeah, I've got 11, 8, 6, 9. It's going to be interesting what happens with the speed. Is like When you get these staying races at the provincials, a lot of the time you get genuine tempo, but there doesn't look to be genuine tempo. I'd, I'd imagine bonus Tempest rolls forward, Cavalla Bella with the blinkers on, but I don't think there's a lot of speed outside. And I reckon Pico Rocks just gets the suck run, just does nothing. I think it'll just sit leaders back, third, fourth. They're just taking the blinkers off it today to try and get him to relax. I think he's certainly a horse that'll uh, appreciate the 2,000 metres. And this just might be getting the maiden out of the way. Pigo rocks to get the right run. Esky, if there was more speed, I'd nearly have Esky on top. Just the lack of tempo worries me for Esky. It's going to need a good ride from Jay Ford. Interesting, he was a little bit slow away the other day. Gosford was terrific to get beat just, I think, about a length and a half, length and three quarters. I think he's possibly a, a chance at a derby horse, whether it be the Queensland derby, maybe not up to the Sydney derby, but the Queensland derby might be where he's progressing. Uh, number six, Rapid Impact, Mark Connors. Um, the run at Newcastle behind Tycoon Charger was terrific. Um, and look, Tycoon Charger, pretty handy horse. I know it was a class one maiden, but he, he's a pretty handy horse. He's taking on some younger horses. He'll run all day. He hasn't won 11 starts, but it looks an ideal race. And number nine, good vintage, also from the Chris Wallace stable and comes out of that race behind Don Quixote and Frankie's me dad. Frankie's me dad was able to win yesterday. 11, 8, 6, 9, I think you might have called him the winner. Yeah, one up there at Newcastle. It was a good win too. Uh, won the first yesterday. Race number five, 1,300 metres, class one. One Bundina, $2.90. Two King Advisor, three twenty. Four Flying Destinies at three forty, and $7 or seven dollars or longer the others, Rich. Well, look, the three, without being uh, having to be too clever, Luke, I think the three favoured runners are the three chances. I've gone four, one, two, six. I think Flying Destiny, it was coming off a super win at Kembla Grange when it beat a boy who got close. A boy then went to Newcastle and won. And then it came off a three-week break and jumped to 1,300 metres and just did a little bit of work and, and only got tied that last little bit. I think today can roll forward, take its time, get on top of the speed. It might be very hard to beat Flying Destiny. I've noticed the blinkers have come off and they put the visors on. Not really sure that he saw them the other day. And plus, it might just enable him to relax better. Bundina was outstanding, outstanding winning its maiden the other day, the midway. But beat horses that you and I could have been competitive with, Luke. Um, King Adviso should just go back. It's had a couple of trials this time back. in his trial well. Jasper Franklin for his boss, Mark Newnham. And then number six, Serati, who's just keeps around this grade going well. First up since June last year with a couple of trials. Four, one, two, and six. Four, one, two. Look for three chances. Race number six over eleven hundred metres. Benchmark sixty-four and number two. Budwar three forty favourite. Nine. Dame Cartland is at four twenty. Three. Zenti at four dollars eighty. And number one. Poseidon Ruler at nine. Which way are we going here? I've gone for a bit of value here, Luke. And there's a couple of things against me. Like I've gone eleven, nine, two, three. Nick Point. I know that he's never won below twelve hundred metres. 
I know that he's had eight goes at 1,100, and he ran second in a very weak race. Uh, he hasn't fired over the 1,100 previously. He's only won four times a career. One of them was at this track. But I think if he runs up to his last run at Canterbury, which was over 1,100, he's going to be very hard to beat here. And that was behind you know, Julian Rock, look only, late-night tough guy, a lot better. I thought his win at, uh, uh, at Nara, the start before, was very good. I've got him on top at a bit of value. I think the danger can be number nine, Dame Cartland. Nathan Dollstable is just on fire. He didn't have the best of luck at Hawkesbury last time out. If he repeats his first up run when he won at Kemble, it'll be very hard to beat. Zentig just needs a little bit of luck from an awkward draw. And Boudoir just got to turn the clock back from the run the other day when he was first up disappointing, admittedly in a lot tougher grade. 11 9 2 3. I see Alicia Collett's riding a horse called Impressive Lash there. Uh, something doesn't quite add up. In race six. Most in, uh, I agree. <laughs> race number seven. Uh, good luck to Claire there with impressive lass in race six. Race seven, 1,800 metres, benchmark 64. Spalton. <clears throat> I thought he was gone last start. Uh, I did set thought he was gone, uh, and he fought back to win. He's 4.40 favourite. Number one, Iowa, 6.50. 13, Pink Baroque at seven. Eight dollars or longer. The others headed by number 11, Queenmaker. I've gone 13 to 11 one, and I've only the way I've, I've ended up on this filly by Caravaggio Pink Baroque is the simple fact that she's drawn to get the right run. She should just lob, you know, won't have to get as far back as the other day. I think she can settle midfield, just do no work. I think she's been building up this filly uh, to another win. She won back in just I think it was Boxing Day at Ramwick. The next run she dropped back uh, to the 1350, 1500, 1500. I think she's crying out for the further trip she gets that. Um, spelt the other day down at Kemmler. Yes, he looked uh, he looked gone, but I just got a feeling when Chad Schofield angled right out and got out three quarters of the way to the outside fence, the second horse spin picks saw it and I think got half terrified and half stopped. Otherwise, I think if it stays near the inside, I think it was a great ride and a great clever ride by Chad. Look, he's a nice horse. He goes forward. He should be tempo. He doesn't have to lead today. He probably sits third, fourth. He's very hard to beat. There's no doubting. 11, Queenmaker. Well, Queenmaker comes out of the, uh, the race behind Tavi Time and, and Pink Baroque. It beat Pink Baroque home last time at Canterbury. Gets a suck draw this mare. Home track. The claim certainly helps. So if I'm putting Pink Baroque on top, Queenmaker's got to have a terrific chance. And then the top one, I, uh, Iowa, Mark Newnham, Jasper Franklin, first up, kicking off at the uh, the 1,800 metres, but is trialled particularly well. Uh, 13, 2, 11, 1. And the last at, Cam- at uh, well, I was about to say Canberra, Hawkesbury today, uh, is the Midway Championships qualifier over 1,400 metres and a good field assembled. Number one, Spangler, is the 250 favourite. Yeah, of course, the provincial Midway Championships, the Polytrack, uh, Reed Sanders and the team, but this is provincial horses only. So there's three heats, provincial horses only, three heats, Midway horses, and then I think all comers in the, um, the, uh, the wild card. It's two, 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 and two at six, 12 runners, and then three go through um, out of the wild card. We've had to wait for the last, but this looks the best bit of the day for me. One, three, four, six, Spangler. I keep going back to which uh, running the bell in the cup. Wow, I can't believe it got so close. It's run before that behind Colour Sergeant, Manda Boss. That form, I think, is far superior to this. It's win at Canterbury, part of that when it rounded them up from last. 1,400 metres of wide barrier is why we're getting $2.50. If it had drawn a barrier and it was 1,500, I think it would be odds on. But we've got to do with what we've got. I think he's just too good for them. He's got the bull on top, Aaron Bullock. And I think if he just gets near them, he'll beat them. Three Fearson, 
gets a great chance to beat it because Barrier won. Grant Buckley for Brad Widdup was very good winning back in October and won at Hawkesbury prior to that, handles all services. If the rain happens to come, I think he's even better suited. He'll get the soft run there. Uh, Cuban Grand Chico, he may well lead today, and if he leads, that gives him his best chance. And number seven, Himalayas. Kim Moore's got it. It's now only had two runs since joining Kim, just getting fitter and fitter, and it's the one that could easily jump out of the ground, the Himalayas. One, three, four, and six. It was enormous last start. That fence was on fire. It should have ran last uh, after sitting wide. It was, and that's why it's the big improvement. Just got a little bit of a tricky gate, but it's always had the ability, Himalayas. I'm pretty sure, it was, was it with the Hawks? Went to Brad Whittup and is now with Kim. Yeah, that's right. Mickey Wallace has just sent a selfie, uh, you pair in the car. Gee, you're just like Batman and Robin. What a, what a combo. <laughs> Wallace sending photos, is he? Yeah, he sent photos. <laughs> Gee, you're parading well this morning, Rich. I'm parading well. I'm looking sharp, I'd like to say. that. Uh, yeah, I'm one of those blokes that looks good in front of the mirror, like yourself, Luke, that doesn't fire on race stuff. I've broken a few mirrors in my time. What's your best for Hawkesbury today? My best is the last race eight, number one, Spengler. Race eight, Spengler. Uh, Spengler is the best bet. And the next best is race two, number three, Byron Bell. Have a great day, boys. Thanks, Luke. Good luck, everybody.